there's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Professional wrestling, like real life, is full of surprises. Hi, everyone. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. And it's no surprise I can talk wrestling all day, any day. Kind of like how State Farm agents can talk insurance and help you choose the right coverage. When it comes to important insurance decisions, let State Farm support you with the coverage you need backed with 24-7 support. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, everyone. This is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hi, I'm Giancarlo Esposito, and I'm here to introduce you to my new series, Parish. My character, Gray Parish, was a getaway driver. I'm retired from life, you know that. He's in a world over his head. Tell me about this driver job. And he's asked to start to figure things out. I did what you told me to. He will try to do what's right, and seek justice. Parish, all new Sundays at 9 on AMC and stream on AMC+. And now, your main event. Introducing the hosts of Wrestling with Freddy, Jeff Dye and Freddy Prince Jr. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Wrestling with Freddy, also known as Wrestling with Friends. However, our friend is still sick and not with us. Canada, you guys really tore my man Jeff Dye up, although he's finally understood that he got the flu. It's time to talk wrestling. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Wrestling with Freddy. All right, people, we're going to start with a little Monday Night Raw. We did have some Rhea Ripley versus Mia Yim and the Judgment Day versus the OC, but uh, I don't... This story is what it is, and the OC has not been able to really look good even once since the story started. So, there's my summation of that match. We're going to go right to the Usos and the glue. Sami Zayn with Solo Sikoa. They discussed their success at war games. Sami Zayn, as we call him, uh, the little dog. Hey, Spike. Hey, Spike. How we doing, Spike? He is uh, no longer 
the little dog. And as the week went on, even going into Friday Night SmackDown, you started to see a little bit of what we hinted at the week before, maybe even two weeks before, which is the plans to kind of destroy Sammy. And instead of coming from Jay, it's actually kind of coming from Jimmy, which I thought was kind of cool. It'll probably be Solo that turns him out. Or I don't know, maybe they got some other aces up their sleeves. However, Kevin Owens came out in the middle of this and him and Sammy had a really nice kind of back and forth where Kevin Owens said, look, I'm not mad at you. I get it, but I don't want to fight you. I don't want to talk to you. I don't want to have anything to do with you, period. And to go back a long ways now, I've said before, these guys are friends since forever. He does have the right motivation behind this this promo. I mean, he said, I know why you did what you did. If you remember back in NXT, when he came out to congratulate and celebrate with Sammy, instead of celebrating with him, he picked him up and gave him a, I think it was the, the power bomb on the ring apron and just killed Sammy completely. So the betrayal that they've had back and forth has gone to the very beginning since they joined the WWE. And Zayn is fully committed to the bloodline. And basically said, yeah, I don't want to have anything to do with you either. It's nice to see them get the, uh, we said it last week, this is the only opportunity Sami Zayn has received in the company. Not, not the best opportunity, the only opportunity. And look what this dude has done with it. I love KO. I know some people still have criticisms of him. Say that five times fast. But I love him, man. I don't think you have to be the buffest guy. I don't think you have to look like, you know, a, a commercial for for the, the positive qualities that steroids bring to the table. I think uh, you can have a, a, a normal body as long as you're a big, strong dude. And as long as you know how to fight. I'm also a big fan of the UFC so uh, and jujitsu and things like that. And the biggest, most ripped guy doesn't always win. Or in, in the modern era of MMA, the, the most jacked woman doesn't always win. Shout out to my homegirl, Angie Hill, by the way, UFC fighter, got a win. She should probably have three more wins because she's gotten uh, bad losses, but she's a friend of the family and we love Angie Hill and respect for her decision after out Muay thai her opponent, looking like Tong Po out there, kicking ass. I want to go right to Austin Theory. I've been up and down on this guy. I feel like I've always given very honest criticisms and honest compliments of this young man's career. I think it's very hard to learn on the fly. I know what that feels like looking back at like my work when I was a young actor and and booking jobs more off professionalism than off of, you know, being the the best guy for the job. I know what that feels like. And I've seen Austin struggle at times and I've seen him do really well, but I've constantly seen growth whether it was growing pains or whether it was successful growth. He's always been uh, developing his skills. And I thought he did a wonderful job in the, in the ring on Monday. An absolute wonderful job. He cut a promo. He knew his stuff. That's two weeks in a row. I know he wasn't reading. Well, you can't read off a, a cue card when you're in the middle of the ring. But his backstage work the week before, I thought was absolutely wonderful. And I thought he carried that energy over after war games in his conversation with the crowd and to the to the at home audience. And here comes Mr. Seth freaking Rollins in an outfit that one could say was feminine. <laughs> As I've seen about four or five different female wrestlers wear this exact outfit to the ring. I think the Bellas being the one that, that is closest to mine. Maybe it was Nikki Bella. However, he 
was great. And as feminine an outfit as he wore, which just so you guys know, he basically wore a black lace onesie to the ring. This is not my favorite thing that he's worn. But if he's trying to get people to hate him and his mic work is too good and his in-ring work is too good, even if he wrestles like a heel, it's everything so clean and crisp. We love Seth Rollins. So he has to find some way for you to not like him. So it's either putting in hair extensions that are bigger than the women wrestlers in the WWE, dyeing the the ends of it blonde, or wearing outfits that are going to make you cringe or vomit. I salute him. I feel weird saying this, but I salute him for finding a way to make me not like him. That said, Seth, I only hated you on your entrance. So boom in your face, it didn't work. Because the moment he started speaking on the mic, he schools Austin Theory. And I mean this in a complimentary way. Both guys I thought got over. He showed some respect for what the kids accomplished, but he used that word, kid. And Austin Theory's entire storyline post failure to cash in the money in the bank has been, I'm not that kid anymore. I'm a man now. This is a new version of me. Now, this would have to be the quickest evolution in the history of the world, which is the motivation behind Rollins' uh, promo here. But he calls him kid like two or three times. And I just thought this was absolutely wonderful. So whatever their plan was with with Austin pre-Triple H when it was Vince McMahon to what it is now, I think they're doing a great job. So that takes us to The Miz versus Dexter Loomis. This story has been utterly ridiculous, but the only person who can make utterly ridiculous work is The Miz. This match was to see if Dexter Loomis, if he wins, he gets a contract, a WWE contract, plus the cash that The Miz owes him that he has not paid. Such a dirty Hollywood move, right? It's kind of like what Hollywood does to young actors, young actresses. I call men and women actors. Side quest. We haven't had a side quest in a long time. In the world of animation, these animation actors, the the voice actors, as people call them, again, they're just actors. They're just not doing live action stuff. The paychecks are whack. All right. When I did Star Wars Rebels, they weren't paying any of us a dime. When I said, I'm going to walk unless you give not only me, but the rest of the cast a raise. And I made sure we all got paid the same. That was the biggest, like, I'm not, I can't say it's the biggest check any of them got on a show, but it was the biggest check that Disney ever paid voice actors per episode. But what a lot of these actors have to deal with when the show's over is getting what's called residuals. Residuals are kind of like reruns or when your show airs in other places, you're still owed your check based on a collectively bargained agreement for, with your union and all of the studios, Disney included. Most of the time when these cartoons air in other places around the world, the studio's like, well, they're not going to know if we're airing this in Japan. They're not going to know if we're airing this in Germany. We're not going to, we're not going to pay them a dime. And these actors have to audit to get their money because again, they're getting paid a fraction of what they'd get paid if they were on a live action show. And the moment they do that, they suddenly find themselves no longer being hired by those studios. I know for a fact that the Miz doesn't know And the the writers at WWE, they don't know about all this stuff to be that inside and to tell this level of a story. But that's what I'm comparing it to. Dexter is owed money. The Miz isn't paying him, did him kind of dirty. And uh, Dexter can't sue him, right? Because 
that wouldn't be an in an on television in ring story. So he started stalking him and dressing up like mascots and sneaking up on him like uh what was it? And I know you did last summer when when the fisherman hid under the plastic in the department store and then kills my wife. Um, if anyone remembers that, that's basically what Dexter Loomis has been doing. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I often get asked why I'm such a big fan of wrestling. And it's all thanks to my grandma. Growing up, we would watch matches together, and that bond turned me into a lifelong fan. Hi, I'm Freddie Prince Jr., and on my podcast, Wrestling with Freddie, we know how important it is to have the right teammate, because things can get pretty tricky quick. So, when things get complicated and you need help, State Farm gives you options. They show you what's possible for ensuring what matters to you. One of the things that matters to me sharing memories, and revisiting wrestling's greatest moments. And with State Farm's support of the My Cultura Podcast Network, I get to do just that. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Listen to new episodes of your favorite My Cultura shows wherever you listen to podcasts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. As a nostalgic voice from your past, I'm here to remind you that amongst the stressful and chaotic existence we live in 2024, you deserve to get away. It's time for a vacation, no matter when you're hearing this. And let me tell you how you'll get there. The 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe. Want to bring the family to the mountains with the Santa Fe's available H-Track all-wheel drive? Well, it's got standard third-row seating and available dual-wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to stare at their phone and not talk to you. You know what I mean. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey, everyone. It's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for up to half the cost. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Savings based on cost of Consumer Cellular's single line 1, 5, and 10 gig data plans with unlimited talk and text compared to lowest cost single line postpaid unlimited talk text and data plans offered by T-Mobile and Verizon January 2024. It was the end of this match that was beautiful. Because at the end, Dexter obviously wins, and Adam Pierce hands him his contract, he signs it. 
and then he gets his bag of money and it's a bag of cash and you can look at you can see it was real money that was in there i'm sure not all of it was real but the money on top was definitely real because loomis starts handing this cash out to the kids in the audience what's more babyface than a sociopathic serial killer like the like the fisherman or like or like Jason Voorhees handing out lollipops to kids as he walks by them. And this is legit what they're doing. He's handing out legit Ben Franklin's $100 bills to kids, I think like four or five of them as he walks out, which I love. Now, here's the best part. <laughs> the Miz runs up and smashes Loomis after, he's, after the Miz has already lost the match. And he snatches his bag of money back. Like, I'll never pay you this money. But not only that, my man rolls up on one of the kids that got a legit $100 bill and he takes the money away from the kid like 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 Scrooge McDuck would do in an episode of DuckTales or the actual Scrooge in in a Christmas carol but he steals candy from a baby he steals money from a child which was such an absolute genius heel move i love the miz Jeff didn't love The Miz when he started this show. He loves The Miz now. And you love The Miz too, because everybody can see the level of selflessness that this dude has. And I over-enunciate selflessness because I don't want anyone to think I'm saying selfish. Because although his in-character moves are selfish, what he does as far as being able to separate Mike from The Miz is unreal man ego is a big part in art whether you're an actor or whether you're a professional wrestler there's that term going into business for yourself um i've been on maybe two shows movies where no one went into business for themselves where no actor did dirty dirty ass moves where they didn't make huge changes to a scene that just makes it may make them look great in the scene but just destroys the other actor or actors either in that scene or in scenes to come or in a further episode of a tv show it happens all the time i was i've always taken pride in the fact that i didn't make moves like that some people would say to my own detriment sometimes but i've always felt like once we all agree on a script that's the script like in the movie that I, I just did for Netflix, I didn't change a single line in that. And no one went into business for themselves. I worked with Amy Garcia, who's phenomenal. If you guys haven't seen it, it's a Christmas movie. If you want to watch it with your kids or something or with your sweetheart, because she watched a, an action movie with you fellas, then you got to suffer through a rom-com with them. Suffer through this one. It's called Christmas with you. It's on Netflix. Um, everybody did a really kick-ass job. And Amy Garcia is a freaking superstar. And I really hope uh, great things happen to her after this movie. Moving on, we had uh, Dakota Kai versus Candice LeRae. I like Candice LeRae. I just feel like they should have waited. I feel like WWE signing everybody right now, now that, that Vince is gone and they, they can make these moves again. But they're not going to have a story for everyone. So they're like, oh, we'll just get her a cheap win and we'll figure out a story down the road. Uh, Dakota Kai should have won this damn match. She's, uh, she's definitely earned it. It would be nice to see her get a little momentum which could then put a little bit of heat on damage control since she's not only winning tag matches, but singles matches as well, where Bailey has not been. It could have been a, a legit win, which then would give your heel leader of that group, Bailey, a reason to kind of not like her and put a little tension in that group, which I think it could use. But, uh, but yeah, I, I felt Dakota Kai should have won the match, even though I knew Candace was going to. 
if that makes sense. The final match we'll discuss on Raw, Kevin Owens versus Jey Uso. We all knew who was going to win this match. Look, these guys are both top shelf. I'm not a professional wrestler or a booker, so I don't want to like talk moves and, and philosophy too much. Just know these guys are awesome, and they gave us a great friggin' match, and Kevin Owens won because he's Kevin friggin' Owens, or I guess you can't say that because it's Seth freaking Rollins. Well, I'm using the G's. It's friggin', not freaking. Kevin friggin' Owens is the man. I still love this dude, and he got the win. I'm cruising through that because we have to get to AEW Dynamite. They had a pretty solid show. The show started off with John Moxley, and he talked about his status in the company or his position in the company. And he basically is talking about how badass he is, which I have zero issue with whatsoever. And he talked a lot of trash, man. It wasn't, even though he's a babyface, it wasn't a babyface promo. He's AEW does this more than WWE where he sort of just blurs the line. And if you boo him right on, if you cheer for him right on, he doesn't have the mic skills or the promo skills of an MJF. He just has an, I don't give a damn quality about him on whether he's on either side of that fence. So he comes out and he talks about being the toughest son of a bitch out there. And here comes Adam Hangman Page. I've never been a Hangman Page guy. He did better than normal. He did have that moment where he went forehead to forehead with Moxley and Moxley, I'm not joking, didn't back up an inch. I'm not talking about his feet scuffling back. You know, those feet are concrete. They're not going anywhere. He didn't even lean back, which forced Adam Page to. Otherwise, you have to fight at that moment. So that was a mistake by Page. And I know that when I've spoken about him, I'm usually speaking about perceived mistakes. But this is just how I see it as far as acting and scene structure, right? If you go nose to nose and forehead to forehead and you're the one that backs up, you don't want none of that, man, period. So if you're going to go that close, the next thing that has to happen is a punch. And then these guys started fighting. And the fighting itself, it, was, it didn't work out great, although I will say it was Better than a lot of the matches that they had on on Wednesday night's Dynamite. The talking on last week's Dynamite, because again, this airs Wednesday, so we get the new one tonight. The talking segments were better than the matches on this this episode of, of Dynamite in particular, which isn't necessarily the worst thing, except for the fact that it's professional wrestling and there has to be wrestling matches. So that takes us to Brian Danielson versus Dax Harwood. I'm not going to have a worst of the week this week, but this match just didn't didn't play, man. The chemistry wasn't wasn't there. It's hard for Brian Danielson to have a bad match cuz he's Brian Danielson. I don't know. I just didn't I didn't click with the story they were trying to tell. I think both guys are good wrestlers. Commentary told a good story as far as is Dax Harwood going to have the conditioning and the ability to go? Usually he's used to tagging out by this time. They gave these guys a lot of time to work. Maybe it should have been a shorter match, but then that makes Harwood look weak. So I'm probably wrong with that analysis. Eventually Danielson got Dax Harwood to tap out, which was the right guy winning. And then uh, we went backstage to Ricky Starks cutting a promo about tonight's Dynamite Diamond Ring Battle Royal. And he was claiming he's entering the match because he wants to take everything away from MJF, which was the motivation behind what was a forced promo, and uh, get his first AEW World Championship, even though he has a championship match coming up at Winter Is Coming. I didn't feel this, this promo needed to exist. You keep Ricky out of this match and give the opportunity to someone else since Ricky already has this, and you know he's not going to have a, a an opportunity at the world championship at winter is coming. AEW's done this a few times where 
they give like a serious promo in a match where you for sure know the outcome. It was like the John Moxley promo when he was going to wrestle Penta. You knew he was wrestling MJF. That's the story they're trying to tell. So he doesn't need a promo to help sell a Penta match because we all know who's going to win that match. This felt very similar to me. I like Ricky a lot. I think Ricky can talk on the mic. This did not showcase Ricky's ability. It did not put Ricky in in a position that is conducive to success as far as executing a promo because he's talking about a match that he's just not going to win. This is my best of the week coming up. Samoa Joe versus a dude that I've never heard of named A.R. Fox. This guy came out, man. He's got a great look, great face, great body, and he was flipping all over the place in a match that was 80-20 Samoa Joe as far as who's doing damage to who. And in an 80-20 match, we would usually consider that just above a squash match. And this dude, A.R. Fox, made himself look great. He took advantage of Every single opportunity that Samoa Joe gave him in a match. And it's hard to say my best of the week is in a match where everybody knows who's going to win. But throw that away, man. This was just taking full advantage of an opportunity given to you. I think he had just signed his contract the day before. I saw the little post that said AR Fox is all elite. Like, all right, I don't know who this guy is, but right on. I'm glad a guy's working. Dude, I don't know who you are, bro. You did great. I I loved this match and I knew you weren't going to win, but there were a couple moments before you got muscle busted that I was like, yeah, one, two. Oh, so this was, this was great, man. I, I don't know what their plan is for this guy. I don't know if he can talk on the mic or if he's going to need help. If he needs help, then he's in a little more trouble because they don't have a manager that can tell a story except William Regal. And as we will find out in the next segment, <laughs> that option is no longer viable. I'm not a big fan of the managers in, in, in AEW. I'm trying to think of one that I can get behind, and I just, I just can't. Hopefully AR can speak, or I'm going to have to just be a manager and ask for a job at AEW and start, start being able to talk trash <laughs> instead of being such a nice guy all the time. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I love sharing positive tips with my listeners on everything from health challenges to relationship troubles. Because life happens, baby, but you got this. Hi there. I'm Honey German, and I know we can all use some positive energy these days. That's why I make sure to empower my community, because a bit of motivation and support can go a long way. And luckily, we have State Farm to support us. Like when you talk to a State Farm agent to choose the coverage you need, and they have the options to protect the things you value most. It's the perfect positive tip you need. State Farm is also a big supporter of the My Cultura Podcast Network, where we as podcast hosts get to share our experiences and stories. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Listen to new episodes of your favorite My Cultura shows wherever you listen to podcasts. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. As a nostalgic voice from your past, I'm here to remind you that amongst the stressful and chaotic existence we live in 2024, you deserve to get away. It's time for a vacation, no matter when you're hearing this. And let me tell you how you'll get there. The 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe. Want to bring the family to the mountains with the Santa Fe's available H-Track all-wheel drive? Well, it's got standard third-row seating and available dual wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to stare at their phone and not talk to you. You know what I mean. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. When you have health insurance, it's easy to think, I'm covered, no worries. Well, not so fast. Remember, your out-of-pocket costs are not covered by insurance. That can be a lot of money for your family. But how do you know you're not being overbilled? It's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. Unless you're a billing expert, how do you know your medical bills are accurate? HealthLock can help. HealthLock is a healthcare technology company that securely connects with your insurance. When your medical claims come in, HealthLock technology reviews the claim for errors like overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. HealthLock makes it easy to find and fix hidden errors, so you pay only what you owe. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. Bottom line, insurance alone isn't enough. To save, visit HealthLock.com. Do it today before you see another healthcare provider. That's HealthLock.com. That's going to take us to the best of the week. You knew it coming in. I knew it coming in. We all knew it coming in. And here we go. MJF, the AEW world champion in the ring, speaking to us for the first time. And he's introduced very simply, very regally, very properly by Lord William Regal. And here he comes. And this crowd thought they were ready for him, but they were not. This is the best promo Max has ever cut. It's better than the, the pipe bomb promo. This was better, not than the CM Punk storyline, but then the promos. And here's why. Hear me out. Because while the CM Punk stuff was certainly more emotional and had some real history of his life and his experiences growing up, this was twice as long, twice as long timing-wise. He had to control what basically would have been a wrestling match with a commercial break in the middle of it. And outside of him not saying sharks smell blood in the water, but shark smelling water, it was flawless and perfect. I mean, it felt like a 25-minute promo, and I never looked at my watch once. I was completely entertained, and I'm watching this guy just destroy everyone that loved him. And then the moment he wanted you to love him again, you did. 
He then destroyed the belt that AEW has created and made a Burberry belt, which is just ugly and off. I love the fact like Burberry hasn't been cool in, I don't know, 10, 15 years. Like everyone that's like an influencer or famous stopped wearing Burberry so long ago. And this guy is like single-handedly trying to bring it back. And this belt looks terrible in the best possible way, but absolutely terrible in comparison to what the AEW championship is supposed to look like and actually does. So when he loses and the next wrestler restores the the stylistic honor to the title, the crowd will and should pop. He came out there and just absolutely knocked it out of the park. He read an email exchange that he had, and he had this great line where he said, you need to stop reaching for the diamond ring and start reaching for the brass one, or words to that effect. And the story was he knocked Moxley out with brass knuckles, which is the old school regal weapon of choice. And then he pulls them out and he puts them on his hand and he starts talking about Regal and, uh, and the respect that he has for him and the respect for this partnership. And then from behind, just clubs William Regal right in the back of the neck. And Regal goes down, he's out, does one little leg wiggle, but doesn't oversell it. And he's just unconscious. And Max takes his time, lets the crowd react. And when the crowd sort of naturally gets quiet, he goes down and sort of squats next to him. And he says, you know, you talk to me about not knowing this business well enough and and not knowing what I'm doing. But you went and made a deal with the devil and you thought this was going to end well for you. And he just buries him, just buries him. And the, the announced team was beautiful. During this, it felt like he made Tony Schiavone break character with the things that Tony started saying about MJF after this happened. It was beautiful. So it's not just Maxwell that got this over. Everyone involved got this over. Regal got this over by just being still and unconscious and not shaking too much. Or This was just wonderful. And this was, in fact, William Regal's final episode of television on AEW. Because he is, it's been reported now, and I believe these reports to be 100% true, that he's going back to WWE where he was unceremoniously released. He was in charge of NXT um, when it was the black and gold, and we all loved NXT. And I really hope that's the plan for him again. And you can get Shawn Michaels out of there and allow Shawn to do what Shawn does best, which is help these wrestlers with their wrestling and the in-ring storytelling and allow Regal to help them with the storylines and the reasons why these, these guys are wanting to fight and helping the talent understand the psychology behind the motivation to fight. I love William Regal. I loved what he tried to contribute to AEW. I felt he succeeded in a lot of ways. Didn't get to succeed in everything I'm sure he wanted to accomplish, but he did accomplish a lot in a very short amount of time. That takes us to Ricky Starks and Ari Davari. This was a nothing squash match. Ricky ducked under the clothesline, got the, got the spear, got the Rochambeau, and, uh, and got the win, even though uh, I don't think there's going to be any way that Ricky wins the battle row. Uh, that's going to take us 
to Willow Nightingale versus Anna Jay. I'll say this when this, I'm not going to spend long on this match. When this match started, I was like, oh man, like I like Willow, but she's just doing too much, too much like smiling stuff, too much like gimmicky stuff after slams. It was like almost after every move. The second half of the match, she threw all that away and these two girls fought. Willow ends up winning the match, but Anna Jay got some moves off. And again, the, I hated the first half of this match. But as much as I hated the first half, the second half, I was like, yo, what? Damn, I wish the match would have started like this. Like they, they, the second half and the go home, I thought was, was much, much better. I was glad to see it at least end on a, on a high note. And, and it looked like some serious work there at the end. Let's move on to Jade Cargill. This could have been and should have been the best promo that she cut. As far as her comfort level and her acting, it was. But as far as the way it was written, I don't know if it was written for if they were just letting her go. But as far as the way it was written, it went nowhere after the beginning of it. It was just filler until this random edit to a pre-recorded promo from Bawa. I have no idea where they're going with this storyline. Once again, I was disappointed with what they're doing for Jade. I don't know what Bow Wow's skill level is as far as telling a wrestling story or cutting a promo, but it felt very, hey, I'm going to give you one take and I'm going to get out of here because I'm busy making money. It came to a halt, but not in a good way, in a bad way, and it left Jade Cargill not looking strong. Moving on to the Elite versus the Death Triangle, this was this got back to the trios matches that I don't like that much. I've liked the first two they did, which are the only two trios matches that I've liked since I started watching AEW. I will give them this. They at least started the match differently. The Elite just ran out, ran up the ramp, and just started fighting right away. I don't know how you make this exciting for seven, but uh, shout out to the Elite. They got the win. It's two to one, Death Triangle. I don't know how they save this story outside of disappointing fans who have bought tickets to shows where they feel like they're going to see them. If it was me, I would have you know the Elite just run it out from here and end it in six, I guess. We'll move on to Friday Night SmackDown. Sheamus fought Sami Zayn. They gave a super solid match. Sami made the fatal error of trying to give the 10 beats of the Bowery to Sheamus, which never works out well for the opponent. And he had to take a beating, but he did get the win with a little, with a little help from his friends. That will just move on to the Bray Wyatt promo. Very similar to the other promos he's cut. He did not take credit for the LA Knight attack. Uh, from last week where LA Knight was buried in more equipment than Brock Lesnar was at WrestleMania. (laughs) Um, I think we can all agree it's just another side of Bray Wyatt, maybe. Or maybe it's this Uncle Howdy guy that I'm not feeling in any way, shape, or form because apparently they liked the mask before they discovered how hard it was for the actor behind it or wrestler behind it to speak while wearing the mask. Uh, Communication, communicating your message is more important than the look. So it was what it was, but he's a good actor and and talented and and he can make that kind of stuff work. We had the return of Emma, Uh, not the return, but she's wrestling again. She is selling much more than uh, she was the first time she was there. And I mean, selling whatever time she spent away was, was time well spent because she certainly evolved her craft. Baszler gets the win. The wrong woman has the title, and I'm not going to bag on Ronda Rousey like I did last week, but the wrong woman has the title. So until there's a storyline with the women that involves one of them getting the belt off of her, it's going to be real hard to make me get excited about this. Kofi 
versus Gunther, the Intercontinental Champion. This is to make Gunther look strong, obviously, because they have an entire World Cup designed around the winner getting to face him. So you know that Gunther's going to win. Kofi's great. He made Gunther look great. He hit a frog splash when Gunther was doubled over that was planned. My back would have exploded. All right. I pinched my back getting Christmas ornaments out of the attic this weekend. I can't imagine taking a frog splash while standing and bent over. That was insane. Moving on. Damage control. They have not given up on Bailey. A few weeks ago, I said, well, I guess they're done with Bailey. I was wrong. They're done with her being in that championship picture, I believe. But they're still allowing her to lead segments, which she's good at. But this segment wasn't about her, Dakota, or EO. Liv Morgan comes out and uh, interrupts them. But it wasn't even about Liv Morgan. They brought back someone who I really, really loved in NXT. And this girl was just mired with injury after injury after injury. And I think they were all to her knee. This was the return of the young lady from Wales with the shiniest wizard to ever shine a wizard, Miss Tegan Knox. It was pretty it was pretty cool to see her back. And I hope that she's healthy and I would love to see her go on a little run here. I don't know if she's the one to dethrone Rhonda. We have to see how they they book her over the next few weeks and what kind of mountain she's able to climb. But uh, Liv Morgan grabbed kendo sticks and she loves violence now and beat the hell out of everybody. And then eventually Bailey had to eat the shiniest wizard right to the dome. I love that move so much. It's like a, I think it was originated in New Japan Pro Wrestling. That's going to take us to the final match and the final segment of our show. The World Cup Finals, Ricochet versus Santos Escobar. Unfortunately, the right guy lost the match. Ricochet ends up ends up winning and he has to win because Gunther beat Kofi and you have to have a babyface go against Gunther for the Intercontinental Championship. But let's forget about the winners and losers. These guys killed it. It felt like they had 25 minutes or more. I think there were two commercial breaks. These guys were phenomenal. Ricochet I talked about AR Fox being able to fly all over the place earlier in the show. Put that on pause. Ricochet has been doing this forever and has not lost a step. And just his balance is insane. Like he can literally tightrope without a net, without fear, do a flip on it, land it, no net, without fear. Like he's just crazy. And this dude, Santos Escobar, is going step for step with this guy. I kind of wish that he still wore the luchador mask in the ring. And it's just because I love luchadors so much. I love Lucha Libre. But, you know, he, he took it off as like a part of his gimmick in NXT. And I think that was kind of like, I'm getting rid of that mask and I'm moving on to this next phase in my life. If it was me, I would have never put him with Zelina Vega. I don't think he needs Zelina. I think he's fine on the microphone. I think you can allow him to develop that skill more and more. And the more verbiage you give to, to Zelina is the less opportunity for him to improve. This match was awesome. They flew everywhere, inside the ring, outside of the ring. I think they were on all four turnbuckles throughout the match. They were rope walking. They were walking on the wall. Santos hit a hurricane rata off the wall, off the guardrail that separates the people from the fans. He did like a reverse one where he makes... Ricochet basically do a back handspring and land on his head, even though it's on his like back and shoulders because Ricochet is a G and can pull that move off. This match was sick. I loved it. It's my best of the week, even though I felt the wrong guy won. But the way they booked it, Ricochet had to win. I hope he can beat Gunther. 
maybe Ricochet wins and then Santos pursues the, the IC championship off of Ricochet. But again, I would love to see him stand out on his own. I don't, again, they, they signed every woman wrestler there is. So maybe they just don't want to let Zelina wrestle because she gets hurt a lot. Or maybe they couldn't do a story for her in that regard. So they're going to put her in the valet role. But I feel like Santos is better than that. I really don't think he needs anybody. Every time he speaks, I'm interested. He's smooth. He's calm. He's collected. He's cool in a heel kind of evil way. He's very deliberate. He doesn't waste words. He doesn't waste movement in the ring, even though he flies everywhere. He tends to get across the ring in three steps. And I love that guy. So that's my best of the week. I'm not giving you all the worst of the week this week. Um, Outside of the fact that I miss my partner, Mr. Die, I can't wait to get you back next week. Don't forget, um, we're taking your questions. You got one more week to get your questions in where we do an, an episode that's dedicated to you, your curiosity and your challenges. So anything you want to throw our way, whether it's to Jeff, to me, or to both of us, hit us up on social media, either at, at Wrestling with Freddie, or you can hit me up on Instagram. I'll try and check them out. I don't always get to, to everything on there in the messages. And uh, outside of that, I wish all of you a fantastic week of wrestling. Peace. Follow us on Instagram, Wrestling with Freddie. Twitter is WWFreddyPod. Follow us on all the socials so you can submit your questions for the Federation. This has been a production of iHeart's My Cultura Podcast Network. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. diabetes. Yo, asma. Estamos, Estamos en riesgo, riesgo de, de contraer la neumonía neumocócica. 19 años o más con afecciones crónicas como asma, diabetes, EPOC o enfermedad cardíaca o tienes 65 años o más, estás en mayor riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocócica. Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico sobre Prevnar 20, una vacuna de Pfizer que puede ayudar a proteger contra la neumonía neumocócica con una sola dosis. Aunque te hayas vacunado previamente con otras vacunas contra la neumonía, Prevnar 20 puede ayudar a proveer protección adicional. Prevnar 20 está aprobada para adultos para ayudar a prevenir infecciones de 20 cepas de la bacteria que causa la neumonía neumocócica. La aprobación continua puede depender de un estudio de apoyo. No uses Prevnar 20 si has tenido una reacción alérgica grave a la vacuna o a sus componentes. Los adultos con sistemas inmunitarios debilitados pueden tener una respuesta reducida a la vacuna. Los efectos secundarios incluyen dolor e hinchazón en el área de la inyección, fatiga, dolor de cabeza, dolor muscular y en las coyunturas. Para obtener la información para la prescripción completa, llama al 1-855-213-2138 o visita Prevnar20 en español.com. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. 
Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Get emotional with me, Radhi Devlukia, in my new podcast, A Really Good Cry. We're going to be talking with some of my best friends. I didn't know we were going to go there on this. People that I admire. When we say listen to your body, really tune in exactly. to what's going on. Authors of books that have changed my life. Now you're talking about sympathy, right. which is different than empathy, yeah. right? Never forget, it's okay to cry as long as you make it a really good one. Listen to A Really Good Cry with Radhi Devlukia on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.